Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we would like to pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging and their multiple birth parents of children with disabilities. And this week we're speaking to a beautiful P who is a member of the Fragile X community. This podcast contains truth, laughter and swear words, really, doesn't it? So often you might want to not listen around the children or put your AirPod buds in. Hello, Mandy. Hello, Kate. Here we are. We're back. We're, oh, I'm always happy to be back here. Me too. It's just the best sort of job ever. It is. <laughs> just skipping out of that house. Oh, sorry, just... got to go to work. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, and you can't message me because my phone has to be on silent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting messages. Don't you, you worry. Will. Can There'll you be pick a message. Me up? Yeah, yeah, every single, every week. Yeah, um, at the same time we get yep. a. Um, can you pick me up? <laughs> That's cute. Oh dear. Anyway, how's your week been? Yes, fine. Yep, um, all fine. We're still out of lockdown. We are. We still don't have masks all the time. Yep. But by the time this comes out, who knows? We're very wary now of commenting on anything about That's COVID. That's right. Yeah. Because we're always a week behind. Yeah. So. <laughs> so far, so good. So today it's all good. Yes. And um, just for Annalise, weather a little bit chilly bit, in Melbourne. A bit cold. I'm not happy with that. Apparently cooler summer in 30 years. Yeah, La Nina. Yeah, one of, the, one of them, yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm happy to not yeah. have a week of 43, 43, yeah, 43, same. 43. So I'm fine. Hey, Pease, guess what? Mandy and I have been um, asked to address the Bureau of Meteorology. Yes, we have. <laughs> so that weather chat has paid off. <laughs> Take that, Annalise. <laughs> we are speaking to the bomb. We're speaking to the bomb, sadly via Zoom, but as soon as we're allowed to go in there, they're going to give us a tour of the whole bomb. If I could have videoed Molly. Oh, she just everyone her, I've told her hands, her head in her hands, like wow. I know. Oh, we're taking her. Yeah. Oh, I just even the work boys are like, are you serious? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> 
Anyway, anyway, we have got a guest here. We have got a guest. We've got a beautiful P-mum. Yes. Um, would you like to introduce our guest? Well, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Monique. Uh, and whereabouts are you? Oh, you're in Sydney. Okay. Yeah. Well, Sydney we're P. In Sydney, yeah. And have you got hot weather? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of coolish today. I, I like the cooler summer. Yes, <laughs> me too. Well, after a year yeah. of bushfires, I think yeah, we're we all, deserved it. We deserved a not hot summer. Yes, yep. thank I know you, Perth yes. might have a different story in Adelaide, yeah. but, you know, us other coast. Yeah. It's been cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll ask our questions, Monique, and then we'll get to know you. Yep. So okay. you want to go first? Yep. So our first question is, do you have a song or songs or a band that gets you either through the good times or sort of pumps you up in the bad times? Um, it's kind of a few probably. Yeah. Um, big music person. Um, when I'm out walking and stuff, I tend to listen to podcasts yep. rather than music. Yep. Um, but one thing that I always go back to is a bit of Bob Evans. Oh. <laughs> um, probably a bit of a bit of an odd one, but um, we really love it. We use some of his music in our wedding. <laughs> oh. I don't know him. Um, yeah, um, used to be in Jebediah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, so a bit old school, a bit folksy, but I love it. Yeah, oh. so that one feel kind of feel nice. <laughs> no, that's good. And did yeah. you win any awards at school? <laughs> um, I can only remember one, um, and I won an art award. Ooh, oh, you know. that's one more than us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what was it for? Was it a painting or what? Um, it was just kind of an end of year, you know, general award that they give out, you know, and um, but I got all of these fancy paints, like this whole kit. Um, so yeah, that was. That Did was you get that cool. as a prize? Mm, yeah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, wow. I love hearing about these awards. They're me too. They're my favourite. All right, and the big question: Why are you a P? I am a P because I have two children with fragile X syndrome. Mm. And so, we will explain what fragile X is. But would you like to start there, or would you like to tell us about your pregnancy journey first? Um, maybe I will start by giving a quick explanation of what Fragile X is. Um, so Fragile X is a genetic uh, condition. So it's an inherited condition. Uh, So people with what they call full mutation Fragile X, um, which both of my children have, um, often have other um, features like autism, ADHD, anxiety is a big one, um, a lot of those kinds of depression, mood problems, um, mm. aggressive behaviors, you know, repetitive behaviors, lots of those sorts of things mm. that most people would um, kind of just associate with autism. Um, yes. But this is kind of the underlying um, uh, cause for right. autism yes. in people um, so it's, it's just, um, it's all, it's re- the reason it's called fragile X is related to the X chromosome. So boys only have one, um, girls have two. So boys tend to be more affected mm. because they kind of have that spare right. X chromosome to, to pick up the slack of the, the, um, not so great one. So, right. um, case for us as well. So from Taz. He is. He has uh, ASD level three, um, and we've had and some behavioural issues, processing stuff, um, communication delay, mm. uh, lots of those kinds of things that are pretty typical in boys with fragile X. And my daughter, uh, Jules, she um, also full mutation, but doesn't have a diagnosis of ASD. 
um, but she does struggle with ADHD and some learning difficulties and anxiety mm, um, is a right. So mm, yeah. um, imagine uh, most people with Fragile X, it's a mix of therapies um, and a lot of therapies. Mm. <laughs> and um, also yeah, I bet med- there is. Uh, for some people if, if they choose to go down that road, um, which we did, um, but obviously that's something yeah. that for everybody um, and depends a lot on the child. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big spectrum, you know, it's like autism in that sense that some people are mildly affected mm. and some people are really severely affected um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. really know <laughs> where our kids sit in that at, at this point in time. Um, we think that Jules and yeah. we live, um, you know, in, in the kind of mainstream world uh, fairly successfully, mm. um, but... Taz, um, you always need some kind of support to, um, you know, mm. for daily activities um, and to look after himself and to get around. So um, that's kind of a bit of a nutshell of what Fragile X is. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, I, yeah. Um, I'm not an expert, you know, I'm just a parent um, with kids with Fragile yeah, X. Yeah, none of us are, none of us are, but we're yeah. all just telling our stories. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So um, our diagnosis is we got Taz's diagnosis two years ago and um, mm-hmm. then right. my daughter was diagnosed a couple of months after that. Um, right. So, right. So he came first. And so how old was he? He was four. Right. Yeah. So it, it was it was good because it explained a lot. <laughs> it gave us a lot yes. of answers yeah. that we um, Is so that, that was, when do children typically get diagnosed with Fragile X? When? Uh, it ranges quite a lot, I think. Um, I think that uh, probably around three is what I've heard. Mm. Um, if it's the first child that gets diagnosed, because often I think it's about half of children who are diagnosed with, with Fragile X also have a sibling with Fragile X. Right. You know, because usually it's not a diagnosis that happens at birth. Yes. You know, okay. it happens later on down the track because of developmental delays and so forth. Right. So a lot of families already had more kids um, mm. by the time mm. their child is diagnosed. And, and so it's quite common to come across families with more than one child with fragile X. Mm. Right, right. And um, so that was genetic testing? Yeah, yeah. So um, we got some genetic testing done really just um, to rule it out uh, because there were sort of a range of things that were just not quite where they needed to be. You know, his communication wasn't great. Um, his behaviour wasn't great socially, not great. Um, and there was just kind of, you know, what, what is this? What, is he going to catch up? Will he catch up? Mm, you know, yes. why, is, why is he struggling in all of these areas? Um, and we had him assess SD um, prior to the genetic screening and they said that he didn't have ASD and they just sort of grouped it into a right. global development play. Right, um, right. yep, yep. And so we were like, okay, he doesn't have autism. And so, so what's going on? Like, why isn't he catching up? Um, so our pediatrician did some genetic screening just as a matter of course, um, just to say, look, let's just test for everything, rule it out, um, and then we know it's not those things and then we can look at other th- strategies that we can put in place. Um, and then mm-hmm. um, a little while later, <laughs> um, lo and behold, um, came back with Fragile X. So... It explained a lot. Mm. How did your pediatrician <laughs> tell you that? How how did they deliver those that news? Yeah, well, I have to say this is something that um, I talk about a lot. Actually, is the way that um, the diagnosis was delivered. We were very fortunate. Um, our pediatrician delivered that diagnosis very um, 
very well. <laughs> um, oh, it was, right. I imagine, it's a hard thing to do well. Um, mm, and yes. I've heard some other parents. But he was, you know, he called us into his office on a day he doesn't normally see patients. So um, uh, we had yep. the time that we needed. Um, my husband didn't actually come with me because we didn't think it was going to be anything. Yes. Um, so yep. We went. I went in, and we we dialed up my husband on the phone, and um, and then he delivered us the diagnosis. Then, but he was very clear. Like he said, "This is what it is." Um, gave us a little uh, kind of a, a brief summary of what uh, fragile X was, um, and then just let us ask questions, really. Um, okay. And then he just left the room and just let my husband and I talk over the phone with each other to make sure we didn't have any other questions. And then he came back and answered oh. anything else that we had. Um, but the way oh, that he delivered it, cry. Yeah. that's beautiful. I know <laughs> talking about it is, can be hard, but yes, um, yes yeah. it is hard. I guess the takeaway that I got from, from that uh, diagnosis was that, I don't know if he actually said these words, but it's what I remember of it, um, was that I was mm-hmm. leaving the room mm-hmm. walked in with. And so. Mm, that's did, so true. When he got the diagnosis, I looked at him and I was just like, uh, I, I was so shocked um, by the diagnosis, but. Mm. I left, I still had the same child and nothing had changed. Yes. No. And he was just happy walking out as he was walking in. And so I think, <laughs> yes, you know, helped a lot in the, um, yes. in us processing that diagnosis. And it was it's actually, actually a, a lot. really important thing. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's something that is quite uh, important to me. Um, yes. You know, the way that information is given. Um, mm. you know, told that their child will never be able to walk, they'll never be able to talk, they'll never mm. keep a silver ball, they'll mm. you know, drive, they'll never do this and that. And it's just not necessarily true. That's um, right. And there are lots of lots people of that don't things. do some of those things that can anyway. Mm. Like it, it's like they're mm. the only things that matter in that point or that the pediatrician or whoever has chosen to tell you. But you know, I don't. Yeah. I don't kick many soccer balls either. I mean, I can, so I don't <laughs> yes, want to make light of it. But what I'm saying is, we choose other things that we're good at and that we enjoy. So you're, yeah, you know, our precious kids can do that too. Yeah, and How my did son you, can kick. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Very well, <laughs> yeah, I bet he can. How did yeah, you so do that done. drive home that day? Yeah, that was tough. Actually, mm. when I left the patient's office, because his office is in our local private hospital, where um, my kids were born oh. and um, when I walked out of his office it's right next to um, the maternal health nurse her yes. office there. and I had known her because I had seen both of the kids mm. with her in front of her office and I just saw her and burst into tears yes. so she pulled me into her office and I just sat with her and we just sort of talked for a little bit um, and then once I felt like I was more composed yeah. then I home and th- thankfully it was only you know a 10 minute drive um but yeah it was it was weird it was um it was a very surreal day uh we basically yes. to, to we basically shut everything out for two weeks and we drank wine yes. and take out and didn't go to yes. work and spend kids. yep yep and then at the end of two weeks we just said right okay time to we're ready organize and then wow, we just that's went out great just Not great, started but like lining you're on the everything same up. Page. He was already in OT speech, but yeah. So we went into a, a, a specialized preschool and started.
started looking at schools for him because he was going, he was, he had a year left of sort of preschool and then was mm. going into kindy. Um, so we started looking at schools. We were like, <laughs> when the school that he's at now, he goes to a special school mm. and we're the first people with the application in, you know, we, we'd already gone and had a look at it. We went to the yeah. open day, had all the paperwork ready. I literally just filled it out and sent it off that night. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a but, lucky, yeah. what a lucky kitty is to have a mum like that. Yeah, so we just were action stations after that, you know. We just kind of flew mm. into organised mode. Um, and how was your family? The extended family. Mm. Yeah, okay, so this was <laughs> when, when you have a genetic diagnosis like this, Mm. Um, you know, it, it's hard as well as the, as the parent, um, you know, who's just received that diagnosis for their child, mm. um, it's a burden that sits with you and mm. you have to communicate that to your extended family. Yes, mm. And there's, you know, there's some implications, um, uh, for, I have, you know, I have some cousins and second cousins that hadn't had children yet, some that mm. did have children. Um, and so obviously my, my brother got tested, my mum got tested um, her siblings got tested and she has a sister mm. and two brothers. Um, and we know that at least two of them are also carriers. Um, my mum is a wow. carrier. So we know what, which part of the family it came from. Um, and right. I took the results from others because, um, I didn't require them to tell me, obviously that's up to them if they share yes. that. Um, yes. I did encourage yep, yep. them to get tested. Um, and, mm. you know, it, why when sometimes people say, how do you feel about the diagnosis? I would say um, equal parts devastated and grateful because, well, it was really hard to yes. hard to deal with, the, you know, this and you sort of mourn that future that you thought all those options that you thought would be open to your mm-hmm. child, which don't feel like they're there anymore. Mm. Sorry. But mm-hmm. um, no, that's, that's okay. okay. We Sorry, understand. That's the hardest part for me. It's huge. But. Yeah. No, yeah, that's right. And yeah. to. And to kind of, but then to have all the answers and it's, it's done a lot of good mm. for our family. Sorry. Yes. yes. No, please. Okay. You never, a, this is a crying podcast. Yep. It's real and we don't, you'd never have to thank say sorry. Thank you for sharing yeah, with us. Thank you for giving us your beautiful story. Yeah. I'm usually really good at talking about it, but talking about this is making me cry. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, well, so, because you know that we've yeah. had similar, we've had similar times, and you know that the beautiful people Peace. listening, yeah, all understand. They understand, and they yes. have, yeah. Some of them are going through yeah. it right now. I'm sure, yes. Which is one of the reasons why I really wanted to do this mm. because remember how it felt, you mm. know, it go for us. And um, when you have a diagnosis like that, it can feel really isolating because you don't know, you know, what fragile X was. Um, mm. And I didn't know who to speak to. Um, but just going back to the family stuff, I'll just mm. I'll round that off. So, um, you know, I, I communicated out to all of the extended family um, that um, Taz had been diagnosed. And mm. um, this was prior to my daughter being diagnosed. And I said to them, you know, this is, this is what it is. It can have implications for carriers as well as people that are considered for mutation. Um, it would be worth getting tested. Um, mm. And we, by that point, because the day after the diagnosis, our paediatrician had arranged for the, um, the Genetics of Learning Disability Service to call us um, and right. arranged to see us. We saw them very quickly. So we saw the genetic counsellor and, and the geneticist so they could answer all our questions. Um, 
And then it just kind of went from there. And so I gave those details to the family and I said, if you want to get tested, you can talk to them directly. You don't need to come through me. Um, mm. And oh, I know nice. members of the family did. And what it has given us, it has explained mm. not just in the kids, but um, for my mum. And I checked with her before I did this to make sure she was happy with me talking about this. Um, <laughs> yeah. But she had um, quite early menopause when she was 32. And um, that right. was... Uh, happened with somebody else in the family uh, and that's something that can happen with fragile x carriers and um, so it's called i think fragile x uh, oh. premature see um but basically uh, can cause fertility problem and um early menopause um there's also wow. another condition that comes with being a carrier particularly in male carriers called um Fragile X, uh, it was called fx tas which is i've got it written down somewhere fragile x tremor ataxia syndrome which presents a lot like right. Parkinson's disease um, with tremors yes. and kind. And my uncle was being treated for Parkinson's. And um, when uh. the diagnosis was known and they discovered he was a carrier, um, they now believe that it's FX has not Parkinson's. And so his treatment has been changed. Right. Fascinating. So, you can see, so important to you can know, have isn't a, it? Yes. Yeah. So it can have a big knock-on effect. Um, you know, and carriers, I haven't had any health concerns being a carrier um, besides some um, anxiety, which is really common in yeah. carriers. And that's something that my mum has experienced as well. Um, and so, you know, the, in that way, it's, it's kind of a bomb that goes off in the whole family. It, it's not kind of yes, isolated to I can imagine. diagnosis. Um, so, yeah, that was... Um, that was a hard conversation to have with our family, and oh, then you how know, did my, you do that? Uh, it was hard. <laughs> it was really hard. Did you email them? Did you call them? How did yeah. you? Yeah, I emailed. I sent out an email to all of the family initially because I, I just yeah. I couldn't have a conversation no, over no. the phone. No. And it's not um, actually your job. It's not. I mean, you you feel a responsibility, but you're also going through the diagnosis at that point. Yeah, definitely. So we were still learning. Um, and we mm, didn't have anything, mm. so I didn't want to have to try and answer any any questions. Um, and so I sent an email, and then um, thankfully my mum picked up some of that. So she uh, spoke to some of the family, great, and, yeah, and mum, that liaison a little bit with the extended mm. family. Mm. Um, it was hard for her as well. Yes, yeah. it's hard for the grandmas because oh, she loves you yeah. and she loves them. She, yeah, that's mm. what my mum said to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. yeah, it's really tough. Mm. And my kids, my parents' only grandkids, and um, yep. you know, after after their diagnosis, we actually they didn't live in Sydney. Um, they lived a few hours uh, down the coast, so we actually drove down there and told them in person. Yes, um, they're really close with the kids, mm. and then about. Twelve months later, they moved to Sydney. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, that's what's important. Family is what's wanted important. to be closer. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and to help. help us more with the kids. My yeah. dad still works. Um, so he was deployed a few years ago <laughs> in the Middle East. Wow. So he's still, yeah, he's still quite active. So, um, and my mum is retired now, but she um, runs the canteen. My son's school now. Oh, <laughs> I love your mum. <laughs> She's a can pee. She is. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's beautiful. 
Yeah, and, and she loves it. And it's only it's two days a week because, you know, it's a pretty small school. Um, mm. And she also works at my daughter's uh, canteen. Oh. Uh, oh. Um, she does a lot for us. Yeah. What a great nana. We're very grateful um, yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that we've been so lucky. We've had a lot of support mm. um, around us and mm. my husband's family as well, you know. Um, my kids are not short on people who love them. Yay. <laughs> um, they've got a bunch of cousins on that side, so um, and they love that. It can be tricky for my son because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of other kids mm, can be mm, hard. Mm. Yes. But they all still love him. Yes. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yeah. As long as everyone, so, everyone my daughter's has the tricky oldest times, cousins, don't they? So. Oh, she's the biggest cousin. And I think sometimes yeah, the, so she cousins, over them. the cousins <laughs> sort of get a little bit left out of the conversation, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, but they have their own stories to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And they can and be the most nice important support because they they're loved that you know it's that different love family love yeah and so they can see the awesome child underneath the diagnosis because they're just kids as well yeah and I think we underestimate um how important cousins are and I think it was when we spoke to Tristram yes a few episodes back like a year ago or something I think but he said his cousins are basically his His best friends yes that's right yeah so important Mm. yeah that's nice Mm. I mean we're about an hour away from the cousins but um we still do see them um when we can yeah they just, I think they've just always known him and yeah. you know, he's just, he's just him. And that's yeah, it. that's right. They know to make some adjustments, you mm. know, for him. I like so, that they can really make adjustments nice, and he doesn't have to. Yeah, that's what we want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think the family is, you know, everyone just kind of adapts to him when, mm. when um, and everyone's pretty happy with, with that. You know, we don't get any pushback um in terms of you know making Christmas a, a fairly quick event yes <laughs> yeah um not staying up you know staying out there really late at night and all those sorts of yes. things you know mm. important and there are limits um mm. the social exhaustion and the social hangover yes all <laughs> of it you yes. know yes. I think we all get um yep but announced for for some of these kids Hmm. And tell us about your daughters and diagnosis. Who brought that up? Was it the paediatrician? And yeah, well, she was really um, tested as a matter of course, but um, we we weren't surprised with her diagnosis hmm. um, because she we already knew knew that she had ADHD. Hmm. Um, yeah, and combined type. If for those who <laughs> yep. understand, yeah, um, and she's always been a really anxious kid. Um, yeah, you know, she was a tough baby. She would scream if anyone came to the house. Mm. Um, was yeah, she you know very anxious kid. But we all just kind of assumed you know that was just her personality. You know, she mm. was an anxious kid, anxious mm. kid. You know, um, and so she was she was tested. But by the time her results came back, we knew a bit more about Fragile X, and and yeah. we actually got that. Phone call. I got that phone call, and I was in the car on my birthday. <laughs> Of course. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-huh. But yeah, it, I mean, it was hard. I had a bit of a cry, but we we were much mm. more prepared for that. Yes. Um, yeah. And we were the first time. And I think because she is um, more sort of more like a typical kid, you wouldn't mm. know 
you, um, you know, just interacted with her in passing. Yeah. Um, whereas yep. son definitely be able to tell. Um, but yeah. for her, you, you can't. Um, and so yep. it has a meaning for her that it has for my son. Um, mm, mm. Because of that, I think I'm probably a bit more protective of discussing her diagnosis. I mean, I'm happy to do it here. Yes, um, of course. More yes. protective of her. No, I know what you mean. Diagnosis. Yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah, because because yeah. she is yeah. in that sort of mainstream world, and um, she yes, is much more right. understanding. Yeah, her diagnosis, and hmm. um, so I kind of leave hmm. it up to her whether she wants to tell people. So I know yes. she's told some of her friends, hmm. um, and hmm. we know we tell who. I always have a meeting with her teacher at the beginning of every year, um, explain yes. what it is, how it impacts us, um, and ways mm. to uh, things a little easier for her in the classroom. Um, the school's very, very supportive. Mm. We've been very lucky. Um, right. So oh, good. Awesome. And does she like school? She does. She loves it. Oh, that's the best. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. First day of school, she's straight in the door. Cannot get in there quick enough. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> What about your son? Yeah, he, he likes it as well. Um, he goes through phases um, mm. and we're going through a phase of not wanting to wear the uniform. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mornings are tricky. <laughs> Does yes. he go on a bus or do you take him? What's no. Like? Um, we're really lucky. The school is only 10 minutes from my house. Wow. And, so, and my daughter's school is only five minutes from his school. Um, so it's a nice hand quite close by. Yeah. And between. And my husband and I have both been working from home for the last 12 months. Yeah. Um, so between the two of us and my mum and my dad sometimes when he's around, um, we manage the drop-offs and pick-ups between us. Oh, great. Nice. great. I wasn't ready for him to go on a bus because he doesn't understand. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Yep. So I think um, and if you're close enough. Yes. If you're close enough, it's way less stressed than putting them on the bus. Yes. Yeah. The bus takes a long time. Yeah. It does. Well, different schools do yeah. it differently. Okay, sorry. I yeah. think. But my daughter's bus takes an hour, which it would be like a 15-minute drive otherwise. So mm. we've stopped it now that she's a teenager because it was causing yeah. way too much anxiety. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. a long time to hold yeah. it together. It is. And she would be starting yes. to cry as she walked down the stairs of the bus. Yeah. I was like, so okay. This doesn't work. This is yeah. not working. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like for us, you know, we we pick him up, and you know, especially in kindy, he was asleep before we. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's so tiring. It's so yeah. tiring. Yeah, yeah, and even now, you know, school is hard, it and it's is. hard. It is a big day of lots of social interaction. Yes, um, it is. Lots of being asked to do things that he doesn't necessarily want to do. Yep. yep. And in a special and in a special school, there's lots of behaviours. So there's yeah. a lot of other children that um, live in their lives, mm. but sometimes that can be tricky. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. So I think it, things get a bit, you know. Um, yeah. So, but he he does like it, and and I'm really happy with the school. Good. Yeah. Great. It's a relief. It feels like the right fit for him. Yep. Yeah. Um, and his nan is the canteen lady. I, I mean, mean, you can't get better <laughs> than that. Getting a free Big red M skin. Or... <laughs> <laughs> or now it's just healthy, you know, yeah. toasted cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's great. There's like we have the school uses some locally made um, hot meals. Awesome. Oh. 
you know, butter chicken. And I know. Oh, wow. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and stuff. yeah, it's great. I know. The hot great. dogs and finger bun days are gone. Yeah, they are. They're yeah. gone. <laughs> How did you, I'm assuming you're on NDIS? We are. Yeah. How have you been able to navigate that? <laughs> um, it's been really great for my son. Mm. Um, I think... Um, He's he is in his last year of the early intervention. Oh yes, right, yep. And so I feel like we've had some really good funding for him. Great. Mm. But it took it took a long time to get the funding, um, and we were paying everything out of pocket for um, for about a year. Yeah, oh, wow. it's a lot. Quite a lot, and we were doing weekly speech, weekly OT. Yes. Hustle of the you know the medical mm. appointments on. Mm. And I wasn't working at that point because um, it was just not, it was impossible. No. Yep. And so, uh, yes, we do have good NDIS funding for, for him um, and for Jules, not so much. <laughs> no, it's very hard to get with that sort of a diagnosis, isn't it? It's really hard mm-hmm. um, because they say it's not diagnosis-based, but I, I, I believe an ASD diagnosis, it would probably it, help our yes, case. Yes, it would. Yep, 100%. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to go down that road with her right now. No. Yeah, it's a really hard fight. You've got to, yeah. Mm. Have the energy yeah, for that. So instead um, I'm just getting a bunch of assessments redone for Yes, her, yep. You know, kind of putting together a case to yep. increase her funding. Yep. That's a that's a fun project that I've got going yeah. on the side. Such yeah. a fun oh, project. It's just, yes. Yeah. Spare a, time. Yeah. Let's, such a, let's collate. It's a great file, isn't yeah. it? And you're like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, you've emailed it, but the last page is missing. Oh. Um, they actually want the original with your signature. Sure. Oh. <laughs> and when they ring in, could you just get, no, I can't just get. <laughs> but you're like, yes, okay. Oh. Anyway. I love it when they say, can you just get the specialist to do this? And it's like, yeah. sure, and sure. bring yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Exactly. Turns out the specialist has a beach house up the coast and they've taken off. So. <laughs> well, they've just had a baby. Or, yes. You know. Or they've got 27,000 kids in line. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Oh, boy. Anyway. Once oh, again, as easy as people do not make that. this up. I, no. You're not going to try and get on the NDIS unless you need it. So yep. anyway, we yeah. can talk about this for hours. <laughs> yeah, and I've actually, I actually did a survey um, that I posted around some um, Facebook groups at one point, and then I collated some results about how people feel about the NDIS. Oh, and their interesting. And their fears around, you know, the future of it. Mm, mm. Um, yes. I collated it and I did a presentation. I took it to my local member's office and sat oh. down with his NDIS. Mm, well done. This is the power of the woman. Yes. I love it. Tell us the findings. I don't know if it actually did much, but I felt pretty good about it. Well, well you know what? He or she, your MP, will have now heard more and learnt more. We thought that about our first podcast episode. Yeah, that's right. You don't know. You just don't know. You're, and it, maybe it's just like lots of little splinters yeah. until that becomes too yeah. annoying and they've got to do something What were the it. main takeaways? Um, there was, at the time, I'm trying to remember what was going on at the time. It might have been around the time of the last election, but there was a lot of fear from people that um, the NDIS would, would lose funding yes. um, or get gutted or that they would change mm. the eligibility mm. rules to reduce the amount of money spent on it. Um, I think there was just a lot of fear because um, I had just seen that in some of the conversations that I'd had with other parents. Yep. 
online and in person. You know, people were quite worried about yes. it. Yes, yeah. And people also just found the process really hard. And um, yeah, it really is. Didn't really know what they were supposed to do, um, and didn't like for us. One of the reasons it took so long, and it was really my ignorance. But you know, we were working with you know, you go through the local person, and then you yes. have to submit something to NDIA, and they have to say, yeah, that's cool, you can yep. be on NDIA. Um, there was a whole step in that process that was just never done. Oh, and so man. like six months going. It just gets lost. Eventually we'll hear. And then, I, and then they changed the local provider and then I contacted the new one and I was like, oh, I just want to make sure we haven't lost our spot in the queue. And then they realised that this step had never been done oh. and just languishing up there, you know. Oh. I know everyone makes so, mistakes, but some of them are bigger than others, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, that was costing us $1,200 therapy costs. Yes, yes. So, you know, like Mandy says, and I know this sounds incredibly first world privilege, but her beautiful husband has hearing aids that cost a lot of money and it means their family can never have a holiday, right? So Mm. on one hand, so lucky to be able to afford the hearing aids so that he lives a fulfilling life. On the other hand, Mandy's never getting to SeaWorld, you know? (laughs) I'm really not because so, they're buying those hearing aids. So while it's, you know, you're of course you're going to pay it. Of course. That, it just goes without it's, saying it's in our There's not family. even a, a discussion about it. But yeah. also it does have a yeah. huge impact. So if the yeah. NDIS covered more. No, they won't. They'll give us a little thing that he can wear to watch TV, but they won't pay for hearing aids. Yeah, and he can't He's have like, his job without I just, them. <laughs> I just need hearing aids to work. Uh, you know, anyway. It's crazy. It just doesn't it's make crazy. any sense. No, so, it doesn't. It anyway, anyway, that's once my again, that's off on a tangent. I know. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're going through at the moment because we've got three plans in our house, mm. and you know, blank out Mandy Town. That's yeah. what it happens. I just start zoning out because I can't cope with it. Yeah. No, yeah, no, and that's yeah. okay. Mm. Yeah, so sorry. Back it's to a lot, you. It's a lot, isn't it? It's such a it's a big admin task. It really we have two. is. Mm. But we also, funnily enough have a bit of a behaviour plan going on for our dog at the moment. Right. <laughs> for the dog? <laughs> Tell me, I need one of them too. <laughs> yeah. He's a 12-year-old beagle. So uh. he's, um, I think he's starting to lose his marbles a little Aww. bit. Yeah, poor baby. Yeah. So he's a bit confused <laughs> and <laughs> he's a bit deaf, a little Aww. bit blind. Yeah. Um. And it's just, you know, not really 100% sure what's going on around yeah. the place. Oh. And so he's he's had a couple of, um, we've had a couple of biting incidents. Unfortunately. Oh, no. Yeah. Everyone's on Luckily not the children. No, no. thank goodness. No. I know. Yeah, so we're, <laughs> we're sort of putting some things in place with him. So he'll be the next one to go on anti-anxiety. He will. <laughs> he will. And they bring yeah. out a pet one. <laughs> He'll have his own chart on the wall. Yeah. What has to happen? What therapies yeah. he's going yeah, to? Yeah, that's right. You yeah. just think, mate, yeah, I, I don't have time for this. No, you've got to be a good you know? dog. You've got to be a good dog in this family. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Good. And our other dog that died um, about a year and a half ago, he was on all these heart medications. Oh. So we have, you know, these packs that's like Monday, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, 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 yeah the, the dose <laughs> That's how I felt when the guinea pig had the impacted poo. I was just like, I do not have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to laugh. Yeah. Has there been times where you have been able to laugh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, one of the beautiful things about 
fragile X um, is people with fragile X tend to have a really good sense of humour. Oh, oh, awesome. What a great thing. That's something we need <laughs> yeah, to hear so, about. Yeah, so it's, it's. I mean, my kids are still pretty pretty young, but yes. um, my son, he's he's just like, he's so cheeky, Yeah, you know. He's, he's very clever, you know. Uh, he, yes. It's hard. He can't read, he can't write, can't do those things at the moment. Yeah, I understand. But um, but he's he's clever, mm-hmm. you know. Jokes on people. Yeah. You yep. know, riles his sister up and thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> um, he has lots of little games that he plays, like with my husband, where he gets his phone. He's like, I got your phone. Thank <laughs> you. But, but he laughs so hard at his own jokes that he can't actually even walk because he's laughing so hard. <laughs> Sounds like we the right understand. guy for us. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy and I, we are, this will have been over and done by the time you hear this, but we're doing a presentation for International Women's Day. We're cracking up at what we're saying. Oh, well, I put that in case. And That's then we're fantastic. like, is this even funny? We just well, think it's yeah. funny. We think we're <laughs> so we're on his team. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he, he just, he thinks he's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, is is hilarious. Um, so I think it's a different intelligence. It is a different intelligence, that and no one humor. is monitoring it. No one is, no. and because you know we're all drawn to comedians because yes. they're so they just bring all that joy. And when you've got kids mm. who do that, you can't describe it. You just never know what's coming out of never. those little mouths. It's the best. Yeah. I look over at my support work, and we're both going like this, like what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed she started doing it too. Like okay. And oh. <laughs> but no one talks about that stuff. That's no, the joyful stuff we want to talk about. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's really fun. And that's what's, it's quite cool because the kids are both quite, they're, they're also, my daughter's very creative and yeah. she's really funny as well. And um, she just has a really nice way of, of connecting with people. Mm. Um, everyone just seems to really click with her especially like a therapist and she's got both of my kids do one-on-one swimming lessons and yeah. um, her teacher who we just absolutely love is they just, my daughter <laughs> went to her wedding, um, you know, like they're, oh. they're, just, they're just, they just love each other. She's just had a baby herself recently. It's a swim teacher. It's a swim teacher. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. time are your lessons? I really want to know. Both kids are in at 2.20 on a Saturday. Perfect. That's a good time. That's a perfect time. Great. I don't want to hear about this. I'd like actually to see a survey of the amount of um, P kids that have had individual swimming lessons. Yeah, probably all of them. Because everybody I know. Yeah, all of us. We are the individual swimming team. We are. We We need an own Australian team for that. We did. We do. Yeah. Yeah, They have to be in one-on-one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Tell us about the Fragile X community. How did you, did you join it? Is there somewhere to go? Yeah, there is. Um, so the Fragile X Association of Australia, um, big shout out to those guys. Ah. Um, they're amazing. Um, so I actually had a chat to them yesterday um, knowing that I was doing this uh, yeah. just to make sure I act straight. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yeah, just for their kind of input and, uh, and oh, a bit of a chat. You. Um, and so they organise some uh, like peer support Zoom chats as well um, with other oh, parents and with kids of varying ages. Some have recently mm. diagnosed some kids, um, and mm. so I in some of those as well, which is really good. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. Or times, you know, we when you're allowed to see people in person, um, they used to organise yes. lots of events, um, picnic days, and things like that. Um, mm. but, uh, obviously a lot of that we've been doing remotely, um, for the last yeah. 12 months, but no, they're great. Really Isn't good. Isn't that resources. a loss? Not being Such able to get together with your people. Yeah. It's a loss. Yeah. And I think other yeah. people, I mean, everyone, that has been the thing with the pandemic. We really all have been in that same boat, even yes. though some boats are more rickety, Yeah. but everyone's realized what it's like to be vulnerable and lonely at yeah. home. Mm. Um, but it's. Mm. I'm sorry, but it's so much more exacerbated when yeah. you live with a disability or your children live with a disability mm. and you yeah. really need that support. Yeah. It's not just a want. And you've you've put that in your diary for the year. Yes. That's your day to yes. go. Yeah. We're going to do this and then uh, bam, bam, picnic by Zoom, not quite the same. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. glad there's good people yes, around you. I'm glad. We'll put their yeah, association in the show notes. So yeah, I'm, I think hopefully yeah. now in Australia when people get newly diagnosed, they get automatically hooked up with those with those groups. But it's good. Some people are hesitant to join. So it's they good are. to hear that it's a really good group. Yeah, and I understand that. I was the same. I was. I reached out to the association um, and, and spoke to them uh, quite early on, uh, but I wasn't ready to talk to other parents straight away. Um, yes. It took time. Um, so I connected, they, they sort of connected me with another parent who had an adult son um, with Fragile X because when we got the diagnosis for my son, I was really fixated on the future and I just, I couldn't yes. stop thinking. About yes, me too. And I just kept yeah. thinking, what is this going to look like when he's 15? What's it going to look like when he's 25? What's it going to yes. look like yes. when he's an adult? And what happens when I can't look after him anymore? Um, yes. And so I that's every on those yes. things. Mm. Mm. So um, they connected me with somebody who had an adult son with Fragile X and it was really useful for me just to sort of get that yes. insight. Possibly, it's one person's experience. It's one, you know, um, I know. one. This is not going to be the same as as my experience, but it was, yeah, it was just really helpful to have that glimpse mm. into somebody else, so that I could say, okay, you know, this might be okay <laughs> in the future. Yeah, yeah. That's right. It I is. remember meeting a woman whose daughter was about eight or nine, and she had diaplegia, which is two legs, cerebral palsy. And my girl had just been diagnosed, and she just said to me, "I wouldn't change her for the world." 
And I was like in that really like, well, I would. Yeah. But I was like, wow, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like why can't I get to that? You just have to get there and that's what You just have to get there in time. We're we're years down the track. Yeah, we are. And I think that's another beautiful thing about Melanie's book special. Yes. Where she's like, it's okay to just be okay today. Yeah. It's really hard, Mm -hmm. but it is okay. Yeah. When, yeah. Yeah. But we all do it. Come on. Two o'clock in the morning. Bam. Big trouble. Awake. I'm worrying about <laughs> you are catastrophizing yeah. twenty years down the track. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've gotten better at controlling that. Yes. Yeah, me yes, too, me actually. Too. Yeah. But I think that as he's gotten a bit older and I, I see progress in him. Yes. His language is improving and hmm. his behaviors are improving and his skills hmm. are improving. It, it gives me hope. Um, yeah. you know, I tend to fo- try and focus more on his timeline. Um, Absolutely. And, but how he's improving and his progress rather yep. than praying too much because I don't know. And it's hard to say because Fragile X has not been diagnosed for that long. I think it was mm. years ago. How long? Um, first, about 30 or 40 years ago. Right, right. right. Yeah. I could be wrong on that, but um, it's, it, it's, has, it's not like, you know, we've known a lot about it for yes. 100 years. Yes. And so people who say my age, so I'm 40, and if, you know, someone who's my age who was diagnosed with full mutation fragile X, you know, as a child, mm. wouldn't have the same and the same knowledge, like you know, no. medical understanding that my kids have now. So yes, true. I to even look at someone who's 40 now yes. and say what it'll be like for my children because it, it won't necessarily be that way. No, no. That we've had. But early intervention. Um, yeah, mm. that's right. Mm. Yeah. So, so it's true. a, it's a, um, yeah, it's an interesting kind of thought, you know, and then the next generation hopefully will be even better. And then hopefully one yes. day they'll be able to detect it and, and fix it. <laughs> yes. Mm. Come on. Mm. Come on, scientists. Yeah, all the vaccine doctors can swap over to that because yeah. they've done a good job with yeah. the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We want that same intensity. And it's important that we all know about these conditions as well. Yes. And screened for because you know Taz is a an IVF baby yeah um, um when we were trying to have children like it took us a long time and our daughter was almost an IVF baby <laughs> we right. started the stuff but then um thankfully um she came along naturally um yeah. so but that we it wasn't the same the second time around um we did three rounds of IVF mm, and, enormous yeah so we didn't ever get um, anything for the freezer either. So those who have gone through IVF understand, you know, yes, being able yep. to buy the freezer. We didn't, and so we did three full cycles um, until the final one. We got two viable embryos, and one of them ended up being our son, and the other one was in yeah. the freezer. And yep. for a long time <laughs> after he was born, uh, we debated whether or not to use that embryo, and then when we got the diagnosis, it was an even harder decision because oh, I think goodness. I'm very emotionally attached to that embryo. <laughs> and yes, I of course. Wanted to use it um, or at least give it a chance. Mm. But mm. I came to the realisation that the, the chance, we'd have to have genetic testing and all that sort of stuff done um, and we were just point where we thought well if we decide to have that go for that third child um 
then we commit to that third child regardless. And we just didn't think that we yes, were in a position yes. to have a child with a with an intellectual disability. Um, yeah, so it's overwhelming. It is yes. overwhelming. And Choosing. of course you would love them and commit to them and but yeah, you have to help the ones you've got too. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And because we had that choice of whether mm. to use it or not, um, we ended up choosing not to, which mm. was a really hard decision. Yeah. But it's yeah, a loss. So I bet it was. Yeah. Mm. It was hard because because it was hard for us to have children, you know. Yes. Easily. And then to be kind of confronted with the di- this diagnosis for both of the children. Yes. Um, it's, it's almost, I think I said in my email to you, Mandy, it's, it's part of the whole story. Yes, um, it is. What we went through, you know, to have children mm. and then given that diagnosis, not that it's necessarily worse for us or better for us or anything like that. It's just, it's all part of the story. Yes, <laughs> it, is. it is. It, it is. is. Yeah. Mm. And, um, mm. yeah, so that was, was a pretty tough part of it. And, but. I think that looking back on it, and I don't know if this is the case now, but I think that they screen for fragile X a little bit more. Okay, oh, wow. Okay. In, um, women that are having problems with fertility because ah, it can yes, be problems in carriers. Mm. I certainly hope that they are considering that more because mm. Mm. my children are awesome and I would never yes, give them of back. No. They, it, it's good for people to have that choice. Yes, that's right. And 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 mm. knowledge is is power, isn't it? And you go in yeah. into things knowing this is what I can do. I've spoken to people who live in the community, and you may not have the shock of diagnosis and all of that. So yeah, I think mm. I think most people would say we've got the technology. Why not use it? And what, right. in, in that yeah. email, you talked about having P and D as well, postnatal depression. Can do you yes. feel comfy telling yeah. us a bit about that? Yeah. So that was after my daughter was born. Mm. Um, so. Prior to having my daughter, you know, I worked in, you know, sort of digital agency land and I worked full time and I ran a team and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And and then, you know, I had my daughter and then I had this tiny little baby and she was really little and she just screamed for three months. Yeah. (laughs) And she just wouldn't put on any weight and sort of considered failure to thrive. You know, she dropped off the chunk. Mm. Which really helps a mum feel good. Really helps a mum feel good. Oh, yeah. Like the one thing, and I can't do that. Failure to thrive in the big green book. Stop it. (laughs) It's such an awful term. It is. Um, But, yeah, it was just hard and I was trying to breastfeed and, you know, I went into it, I'll try to breastfeed. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But then once I was in it, I was, you know, gets in your head with it Mm. and I just couldn't let it go Mm. and, but she was reacting to everything I was eating and mm. so basically just pooping nuclear sludge. Yeah. And it was, just, as you can imagine, um, kind of, you know, an intolerance poop <laughs> in a baby. Yes. yes. It was just, she just couldn't gain any weight. And so I just mm. started cutting things out of my diet, um, but I couldn't have anything with any kind of dairy protein in it, no soy protein or anything, which oh, basically wow. everything pre- pre-made in the world. <laughs> yes. Where I actually just stopped eating, and it mm. wasn't me, obviously. <laughs> and my husband would come home from work, and he'd, at like four in the afternoon or something, he'd say, "What have you eaten today?" And I said, "Nothing." Mm. I just couldn't, and I couldn't put her down because she would just scream and she was mm. refluxing. Mm. Um, 
in the end, we just um, we went into the hospital once and then, you know, it was all of this sort of back and forth and they just thought it was feeding problems, yada, yada. Mm. Went to Tristan times yep. and spent a bit of time there. Uh, I'm a repeat offender in Tristan. And <laughs> that, I ended up um, going to the hospital when she was about 11 weeks old to the children's hospital and just sitting in emergency saying, I'm not leaving until we figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, wow. You know, it was the first time that I put my foot down. And yeah, this, you were done. Yeah. Came and saw us and he said, I think this is what's going on and I think she needs to go on a prescription formula. Um, and so we started giving her a little bit of that and saw a little bit of progress, but I was still not mentally ready to give up the breastfeeding. Mm. So off I went to Tresillion again. <laughs> mm. and. And I said my goal going in was to um, make a final decision about breastfeeding. Right. But by the end of my um, entry interview, I'd already made the decision to stop. Yeah. I just knew you needed so support. Yeah. supported me with that. And so yeah. we just, it helped me wean her. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. So, and I remember the last breastfeed I did and then I went into the mm. and I got a handful of, like, you know, those little individual cheeses. Yes, <laughs> baby. And I just sat down with that cheese and I'm, I'm going to smash this cheese because I hadn't eaten cheese. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and I love cheese. I have not I don't like and I just love it. And I sat there with that cheese and this rectum mother said to me, yeah. I don't, you know, everyone's like, what are you in for? And I sort of briefly explained it. She said, well, it's because she gave her formula feeds when she was little. That's why you didn't have any enough, enough breast milk. And I was just uh, like. <laughs> Look at my yeah. middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, how dare you say that to another vulnerable mother? You come on, say, women. Come, come on. We're all I doing know. the best just we can. listen. We don't have to make judgment. Oh, and why were you in there, lady? Yeah, that's if you're right. so perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> We're not there for fun. No, like, no. And actually I worked reason. in the Melbourne equivalent and they're beautiful places where women get help, right? Yes. So, yeah. you know, I wished I could have gone there, quite frankly. Yeah. But I didn't think oh, I did I'd be four able times. to. Yeah, well, yeah. good on you yep, because good. that's what they're there for. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. Residential. I did four residentials yep. in one day. Good. <laughs> yep, good. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. They're um, like, I loved it. It's great. Yeah. Well, mm. you get your meals made. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's someone there to help you with there the baby because we don't right. know what we're doing. And it's unfortunately a man-made village for a week, yes. you know, where yeah. women are coming in and helping each other for yeah, goodness it's how it sake. Should be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that period of time was really hard, and I I yes. I, I didn't really recognise the PND in myself, but my husband. Well, you don't. One of the nurse appointments, and he just said to her, "I'm pretty sure she's got PND." Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. nurse. And I was like, no, I'm fine. It's like, we just need to sort her out. And when she's more settled, I'll be fine. Yeah. That was not the case. It's also intertwined, isn't it? It is. And did you you start to feel better? More cheese? Happy Monique? (laughs) More cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think um, probably I ended up going back to work part-time when uh, she was about seven months. Yeah. Mm. And I around that time that I started to feel a bit more normal. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just remember during that time, it was just almost like a sense of dread. Um, it sounds awful to say, but I, I remember a time where I was just like, what have I done? Yeah. You know, 
was when it was those early days and yeah. it was really, really um, but I'm very fortunate as well to have um, my best mate, Claire. I know she's a listener. So she'll wow, be hi, Claire. Um, <laughs> and she, we've been best friends since high school and she has been an incredible support for us. Oh. When, um, when, when my daughter was a little baby and she lived quite close to each other at that point and she would come over at the drop of a hat and just be with me that day mm. I was having a yeah, mm. that's yeah. what we need. She's amazing. Yeah, yep. well, good people pee friend. around us. Yeah, yeah, well done, yep. Claire. Five yep. stars from us. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Definitely, it's definitely. Hard five to be stars. a friend. And now that all our kids are at school. It's it's Friday lunches now. Oh, oh so yay. good. These are the best days. Yes. Yeah. Enjoy them. <sighs> yep. Yes. Yep. Oh. And so, were you a little bit afraid of that happening again the second time having a baby? Yeah, I was I was more prepared. So I saw a really good psychologist yeah. um, when I uh, after I had my daughter, mm. and I continued on and off for quite a while. Yeah, mm. um, we first started thinking about having a second one. I went back and saw her a few times um, throughout the IVF process, um, mm. and after he, my son was born, um, I saw her a few times just you know to check in. Pretty, Kind of um, get ahead of it. Yeah. Um, with more anxiety, I think, than depression. Yeah. Um, mm. Well, they're so and I think closely a lot of it was around feeding. Yeah. 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 So, um, but I, I did a lot better the second time, but I definitely managed it a lot better as well and was a lot more aware of it. And mm. to have been able to go through IVF three times, it. like that's enormous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, um, we were a lot more prepared the second time and we put some other supports in place as well, you know, um, mm. and sort of knew a little bit more about how to structure my routine, how to yeah. nice things in myself that to help yeah. me, you know, adjust. And I think in some yeah. ways it was a bit easier the second time around because I could, I wasn't just at home all the time. I yes. already had I was going to and Definitely. my daughter was And so I was out and about a lot more, whereas yes. the first time yes. I was home all the time because I was just so scared stay home. to I know. I yeah. noticed that with my third. I was like, right, well, I'm breastfeeding on the log outside the school with the the, yeah. the preps and my six yes. week old. Yes. I, I didn't leave the house with the twins. I left once a week or something, you yeah, know? It's, it's, yeah, it's so different. So different. It's much better. Yeah. It's just that you don't know yeah. that the first time. So you can't tell yourself to do no, it. No, and you haven't got people in the same no, boat as you. You, you might don't. just be getting to know your new mum's group or something. Yeah. But, you know, that's it. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. And I was really scared when she was born. I, I just had this, I think it was part of you know, what I was going through, but I was, I was terrified that someone was going to take her away from me. Yes. Yep. Yes. So I was scared to take her out because I didn't like anyone walking close to her. Yes. Yep. You know? um, I wouldn't even put her like the bassinet down in the, in the house that we had at the time downstairs. I would always make sure that I was between her and the front door. Yeah. Mm. That's hyper vigilant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't, you know, looking back, I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that's pretty intense. But at the time it just made perfect sense to me. Yes, of course. And that's that's sort of the paranoia that goes along with all of that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And people don't know that there's some of the symptoms. No. That's why it's very hard to identify it in yourself. Because good to talk about it. It makes sense in your own head. It does make sense. But thank you for sharing that. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. And if, is there anything I mean, that's quite different now? My son made it all the way down to the park the other day, and I didn't even know he'd left. The park, so. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to mediocre mothering. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the best. I love it when we get to that place. Yeah. It was really good. It was my daughter that went and collected him. Yeah, even better. You're eating your cheese. You're sitting down with your brie. I was too busy. I was having a shower. I was taking my time. So good. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. So before we finish, is there anything you want to tell us? Or anything we've missed? Mm. I don't think so. Um, Yeah, I feel like we've kind of, we've covered a lot, haven't we? And I feel like we've gone off. Sorry. That's what everybody says, every single person we interview. So that's just us. It's not you. Believe you, it's us, not you. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to break up with us, that's what you're saying. It it, it was us. (laughs) It was us, not you. Or we break up with you. Yeah. (laughs) This is us, It's always us. Hopefully that's been useful for some people oh, out there. Really? It will. Yes. Everybody's yes. I think everyone is Especially, watching the podcast. When are they going to do on this? Or yes, when are they going to do they this? Want their thing. Or we've yeah. had enough of cerebral palsy, Mandy. Well, yeah. watch out. There's more to come, baby. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're not hearing anything. <laughs> but uh, and uh, I mean that's why we want to do this forever because there's so many stories to yeah. tell. Yep. All right. So I Yeah, think, and I think even yeah. if it's not necessarily the, the same, like, you know, not a fragile X family or, you yeah. know, it's, it's still, I find it really useful. Like I listen all the time and I find it really useful because there's a lot of things that are common. Yes, we find it definitely. Yeah, definitely. And so well, I, it's, still, it's still useful and it's a lot, and there's some of the funny stories and all those sorts of things, you know, I can relate to because we have our own version. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Thank you. Yeah, thank Monique. you for being with us. Yes, giving us your time today. Yes, it was lovely to meet you. Love your story. Yes, and thank you for being thank in the picture. Thank you for having me. Of course, no, and hopefully you. we will get back to Sydney one day. And, hopefully, I mean we keep saying that, but <laughs> if we could meet you in person one day, we'll be thrilled. Yeah, we really would. That would be great. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. See you. Thank you. Wasn't she gorgeous, oh, Monique? She was gorgeous. Oh, she emailed us this week, and I, I, was, I had a beautiful pea lined up, but yes, she had to take her daughter to emergency. Yes, we're thinking sort of, of you, other beautiful. We pea. are, and we yep. will get her back in at yes, some time. So, um, Monique was like, "Yep, I'll do it." Yeah, so that so was great. fantastic. So, yeah, thank, thank you, Monique, you for giving us sharing your story. It's hard. It is hard, and it's so hard. worthwhile. Even yesterday, when I was had to share something in another podcast, yes. I got teary, and I yes. thought, "Wow, I've said this story so many times." Oh no, it's so still... when you share it for your very first time yep. publicly, yep. We, we understand. We really, really do. Yeah. It's still, it will always be raw. We're mothers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh. Anyway, did anything make you cry this week? Yes. Amanda Jose. Um, yes, Amanda Jose. Well, our last guinea pig died. Oh. Cresty, the person with the poo. Um, <laughs> Impacted poo. Oh, it was sad. So we've had a long, <laughs> we had seven <laughs> years of guinea pigs and I was very sad when I saw yeah, he died when I went in there to nice. see him. And I was like, oh, yeah. Cresty, I'm sorry. Thank you. And then yeah. having to break it to the girls. And, yes. You know, again. I just had a cry and we, yeah. Darren's out there digging the hole. Oh, they've got a whole graveyard. <laughs> We've got five guinea pigs in our backyard. 
<laughs> so uh, it's the same place. We have a little memorial. Yeah. We thank them for all the fun times. Yeah. Um, yeah, but one of the girls took it really hard. So yeah, it's, it's just a sad day. Yeah, it is yeah. a sad day. Yeah. So we cried. And we've had a hard couple of days with Molly, I have to say. Yeah. It's just been a bit tricky. I don't know if it's just settling into school for like the long haul. Yes, because we're in and out. Yeah, yeah. So she's, yeah, I just had a bit of a cry the other day after yeah. she had a really hard time after yeah. school. It's and hard I'd, for them. It was hard for her and then I felt that, oh, my gosh, even though afterwards and we'd all come out of it and everyone was okay, I felt this hangover and I thought because we had about three years of after school, you know, tough times and we haven't had it for a while, I forgot that my body body is just so triggered. Yep. Yep, I just absolutely. felt. I felt exhausted. Yep, yep. it's you are straight so it's back. Not a, it's not a reflection on her. No, no, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, you know, whatever no. she was feeling was tough, but yep. it was really hard yeah, as the mum. Yeah, that's right. That's okay, man. Yeah, yeah. So I cried. Mm. What about you? Uh well, mine's probably a bit pathetic, but I <laughs> cried. I love it when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> when um, dictator Dan, who we don't think is a dictator, said we could take our masks off again. Yeah. So, you know, it means my boys don't have to wear them at school. school. It's been muggy and it's oh. summer. And yeah, I know it's been awful. people in Europe, I know you are still doing it. And I we really see it's you. It's pretty hard in 38 degrees. But it's, yes, it's hard <laughs> in summer. Yeah. And of course, they have to wear them on the school bus. We still have to wear them at Bunnings and yes. the chemist and the supermarket. But just going for a walk, we don't have to wear them. We don't have to wear them at work anymore. Oh, I pulled them all back out. Kate came in my car and she's like, <laughs> uh, got enough masks? And he's got like 15 masks on her gear stick thing. <laughs> But that's what life is like. Was I had to bring them all back out again. You never leave without a mask. There yeah, is and I was a- like, now I've got different outfits again. Yep, yep. Oh. Masks in all my bags. Oh. So, I mean, we'll, I know they're going to be here for a really long time. And I've, I was saying the other day, look, probably if I do catch the train to the footy, I might yes, pop one that's on. that's right. And I, I don't really all, want to catch everything. No, and I'm actually fine with that. Yes, I'm fine with them. But it was just nice to know that Victoria's in a, such a state that yeah, we don't need them. Again, I'm yeah. thankful. So that was my little, yep. I, I just, you know, but I'm, I'm, not thinking that they'll be gone, but it was nice to have a little break. What about Make a Difference? Okay, so my Make a Difference this week was going out with a bunch of girlfriends. So one of my beautiful friends had her birthday, Kate, who owns the beautiful Japanese restaurant Kumuni, and she also owns Peko Peko in Smith Street, Collingwood, if you're ever that way. Um, Anyway, we went to the Gin Palace. Um, Beautiful Katie, who's been on organised this amazing night, and then we, it was warm in the city oh. and then we went to um, Cumulus Inc, which I don't know if any of you have ever been there in Flinders Lane. I just felt like a real person. It just ticked all your boxes. It really did. Yeah. The food was beautiful. It was just all these fabulous middle-aged women who had yes. no fucks, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> just the best and I don't know, just that sense of community and it's been, well, it's probably been a year since we've had a proper actually scheduled something and it's happened and we haven't got shut down. Yeah, that's right. It was really, really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Oh, we had the same. We went away with, well, I think it was seven families Mm. for the weekend. We do this every year. They're my Mm. old friends. Mm. Did you do it last year or was it cancelled? We did it just before the lockdown. Right. So we were all having flashbacks about this time last year. and Remember we were joking? Ha ha. Someone's having a Corona beer. Ha ha. No. Not funny now. But my friends were really beautiful mm. and sending me text messages before the weekend going, I'm just thinking of you in the lead up. I know coming away is tricky. Yeah, oh, nice. And then when I was down there, 
my friend Ange, who is on the podcast, yeah. she took Molly because all the teenagers wanted to go down the street by themselves. Yeah. Molly wanted to go, of but course. she was very scared to go without an yeah. adult. So yeah. then Ange went with her. Oh, Ange, And she said, you best. stay here. You need a break. Yes. And then I just went into the cabin and just started crying. I know. <laughs> and then and I, she needs a break from you. She does. Yes. She does. So, but that, you know, it's challenging to go away with other families. Yes, and there it was is. moments. Yes, it is. But actually what that meant was then I could play, much to my horror, a game of netball with Miss Ten. <laughs> but she was so happy yes. because I could do that with yeah, her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Also, I went into the school, the primary school, and I did kitchen garden with Miss oh. Ten. So it was an hour of cooking. Oh. So we made flatbread. We made the salad of the imagination. Oh. And they set the tables. They did all the chopping. I got to know some of her little friends. Yeah. I haven't been in the school for a year. We haven't been allowed to be in the school for a year. So I haven't seen... I just want to cry. I haven't seen 10-year-olds laughing yes, collectively for over a year. I know. Because they weren't laughing on the Zooms. No, and you think of all. All I they mean, missed out on last year. All they missed. You know, and they were so cute. Oh. And I said, I'm coming to do kitchen again with grade fives <laughs> because they're good. Yes. It's better than doing it with grade threes. Yes. like, whoops. <laughs> they got the knife in the container and I just, my cup was overflowing. Oh, I'm so glad. I just sat down and then me. <laughs> Miss Ten was like, my mum's really famous. She's got a podcast that's gone viral. <laughs> <laughs> and the teacher, it wasn't even her teacher, it was this young guy teacher. And I was like, let's not talk about that. <laughs> it's gone viral. It's gone viral. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, well, God, she's proud. She is proud. And just one more one. No, you're okay? right. It's your podcast. Beautiful Marnie, our listener from Scotland, yes. sent me a sea pipe today. Which oh. was a little video to show me her in Scotland. Oh. And um, so she just said, I know how much you love Scotland, even though you haven't been there. Your grandma was from here and yeah. I know you love Jamie Fraser. So she sent this video of, oh, I can't remember the name of the place, this beautiful place. Said, oh. here I am. It was her 39th birthday. So happy birthday, oh, happy birthday so Marnie. So on her 39th birthday, she's thinking about me. Oh. What a kind thing. Oh, I cried. Because yes. we just had a really hard morning and I was just oh, like, wow. Well, there's Scotland. There's Scotland. I, I just thought I might have got there. I know. We will one day maybe. I don't know. My beautiful cousin in Ireland, because, you know, I would have gone by now to see her and she keeps sending me photos or tagging me and thinks, we're going to go here, we're going to do this. Oh. It just seems further and further like I a know, dream. I I just don't even think. No, I know. And we can't, you know, at the moment we are just stoked to still be able to go more than 5K. So... The thought of getting on a plane and going overseas. So if just, you want to send us a sea pipe, yeah, send us just where send you us are. a little video and show us where you are. That's, yeah, you know, we'd love to we would see love it. to see that. Yep. All right, my laugh this week yeah. was um, <laughs> it was a big laugh. I don't know if you listened to the book episode where I talked about everything a teenage boy and everything a teenage <laughs> yes. girl should know. Yeah. Well. I asked mum, she can't find everything a teenage girl should know, but Jenny, P. Jenny, had everything a teenage boy should know because someone gave it to her son and she looked at it and went, he's never getting that. But wow. she kept it. She kept so it. So she sent it to me. So number one daughter's boyfriend and I, he's 26. <laughs> you read it together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, we really, really did. We, we read about self-abuse. Can you guess what that's about? <laughs> anyway, you know what? It just was fun. So Fun. now I'm on the hunt and a couple of P's have said they'll send me everything a teenage girl should know. I don't want you to pay for postage. I'm sure I can find one. So yes, I'll let sure. you know. I'll let you know. And there's got to sure. be some of my old church friends, but I can't, can't really ask them. I know they've got it. People really loved listen. the book episode. Oh, I got lots so of feedback. Lovely. Yeah, people loved it. And, it was and all... thank you. I think Marnie as well. She yes, wrote all she the books. Did. 
she did the show notes. She did do the show notes. Oh, my gosh. Because was like, wow, guys, thanks. I know. Thanks we, for giving yeah, me the week off. We really couldn't have done that. It's in the Hangout, so maybe we'll try and post it to the main page or something. Or, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll have a look anyway, at that. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, so that was my laugh. And then the other laugh, which this is a big deal. I've been to the city twice this week. So um, Comedy Republic is that little comedy club in the yep. city that Alex Dyson runs. And um, they are getting all these comedians to do their pre-Melbourne Comedy Festival ah. because they haven't done live stand-up yes. for a year. And so they're yeah. all really nervous. Of course. So it's amazing. They come with a notepad and a book and they, like, write down, like, oh, that joke didn't work or that one Cut was it. amazing or I'm wow. going to – Yeah, and so it's like seeing the back oh, end. Oh, that's fun. And it costs $18. Oh, I'd or, love to go. Yeah, so I saw Kitty Flanagan for an hour – and then I saw three other girls, and the one that just blew my mind was Kirsty Webernick. And she, Google her, go to a show if you can go. Just, I don't know. I was, you know, when you're just like lost, you're like, I could listen and listen and listen. She's right. amazing. Anyway, right. and the people that I went with were like, oh, she was incredible. So I was like, Great. not just me. So yeah, and it was just. I, f- I laughed and laughed and laughed, obviously watching it, and then we just all felt light walking out. Yeah, going, it's a good feeling. Done. We've been out. Oh. Although my husband did say to me today, "Are you home tonight? <laughs> You've been yeah, out no. a bit lately." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm coming back, baby." <laughs> yeah, this you is remember, Kate. remember, this is 2019, Kate. <laughs> yeah, she's going back out. She's got the kids' dinner ready. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my laugh was the same day as Cresty the guinea pig died. Oh. And this is, I don't mean to be rude, but my ma, I sent mum a text. Yep. And I said, I'm just letting you know that Cresty's passed, passed away today. Away. Yeah. And she wrote back and said, oh, Cresty and Michael Gudinski, Prince Philip will be next. <laughs> she said, <laughs> She said it all goes in threes. I don't think Cresty can be joined <laughs> in that group. <laughs> no offence to Cresty's greatness, but... <laughs> I don't think the guinea pig goes in those threads. And we're going to be like this in yes, about 20 probably. years. Oh, I'm so sorry, children. Like it's comedy gold. <laughs> it is comedy gold. Like earnest. Oh, so earnest. Yes. I mean, but, but yeah, she, she knows how valued Presty was in your home. Prince Philip next. It happens in threes. That's what she said. And then my sister <laughs> said, yes, but I don't think Cresty will have a royal funeral. No, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Would you like me to donate a little flag to put no. on his coffin? <laughs> It was a shoebox. And then <laughs> Millie was like, every time I get new shoes, I save a shoebox for the next guinea pig burial. I'm like, I know. Well, now we don't have don't to have do that. Don't have to do that, that anymore. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Those poor children. I know. <laughs> Traumatised by the guinea pigs. They there's, have. There's been five guinea pig deaths. It's a yes, lot. Yes, it is a lot. Mind you, guinea pigs don't live for very long. No. They've been very loved and well looked oh, after. Oh, my goodness. They very have. loved. The they most have. loved guinea pigs ever. And not eaten by a dog. Like, yeah. you know, there was some rough yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoo. <laughs> Anyway, that is it. Hang on. Before we go, we're going to tell you to rate and review. We're going to tell you. Some good ones. You've probably heard in the Snap P that we're going to do P Week. So that's it leading up to Mother's Day. International P Week. Yep. So listen to the Snap P if you haven't heard. And you know, we're just going to harp on and on and on about (laughs) it. Um, And I wanted to thank a couple more of our supporters. I wanted to thank um, Kesta who said, you are changing lives and thank you for opening my eyes. And Helen, who said, thank you for helping me to be a kinder person. I love your work. Oh, goodness. Yep. And this person who said, thank you for a great show. It's making the winter less dreary in London. That was Sonia. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you, Sonia. Yeah. So we love you all. We love that you have taken time out of your Busy days and expensive lives I to give us some money. Omo. Omo. And Miss Nine this morning, she goes, I love the feel of this. What did she call it? 
this um, powder? I said, I know. I said, it's Omo. <laughs> she goes, it smells beautiful. She was tipping it out and pouring it. <laughs> and I was Sand. like, I know, this stuff. Omo, changing lives. I can afford it now. Yep. So. And I bought a new Gorman dress. Yes, yes there so you go. thank you. Yes. It uh, should be arriving today, I think. Yep. And the booklet is probably going to be launched in P Week. So yes. your money, Omo, and a booklet. I mean, I don't think it gets much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, see you, Pete. See you, bye. bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.